ready for 2023. In January, Into the Apex will return to the historic Daytona International Raceway for the Rolex 24 for the biggest roadshow yet. Porsche, Porsche, BMW, BMW, Cadillac, Cadillac, Acura, Acura. Who will begin the GTP era victorious? Follow IntoTheApex.com for trip details and meet up with the show live from Daytona Beach. and virtual motorsport meet from the ita studio to the paddock to the sim rig pull up a chair pour a drink this is the into the apex podcast into the apex Of the apex is here it's the tyler and rob show uh, we missed uh, a little late on our production uh, as i was in it back in ohio uh, just south of mid ohio for the weekend uh, bradley is out sick and patrick is not here but rob it's you and i holding the fort down for rob a short and tyler mid-week. power hour that's right the rob and tyler program we're holding it down for a little midweek short uh, just to keep it flowing we're still going to have our regular programming on friday night uh, so it's going to be a little bonus this week to make up for that uh, that little off weekend, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but to dive right into it, the reason uh, especially why we, we could not resist and could not wait is uh, something we've talked about on the show in the sim racing side, uh, the iRacing side for so long now, especially as the images, the videos and everything kept trickling out, uh, were the GTPs, what would come to iRacing. Uh, we, I, think, I feel like every other show I'm throwing out there uh, the hook of... Uh, if you could have any of them, which would you have? And also kind of bang on the desk at why are we not getting these? Like, are they here yet? Are they here yet? Are they here yet? Well, on a whim this weekend, basically, we get our answer. And uh, everybody kind of, as always, it just kind of smacks you in the side of the head as you're going along your, your day. Uh, the BMW GTP is the first one to come. Is that I would really say, a shocker, though? Talk about it. Is that really a shocker it, that not. BMW did first? Like... <laughs> I hear well. I hear Bradley saying what he's been saying all along. Porsche and BMW have partnerships with iRacing. <laughs> True, of course. True. So did I really expect to see the Acura? Probably not so much because we I mean we don't even have the Honda uh, GT3. Just what, what do we have for Honda? Just the TC. Yeah, that's so it. I didn't really. Yeah, didn't really expect Acura to do it. Ferrari just this weekend at around the same time. Ferrari's was unveiled with its livery uh, in proper form. Really, the best first best look we've had at the Ferrari. Looks okay. It kind of looks Ferrari like, so I, I approve. Uh, I think they had it on track too, like Imola or something, they, didn't they? Yeah, I think what was it, Monza or Imola? Monza yeah, or Imola, somewhere. One, of them, one of those. Yeah, one of the. It was it was a Ferrari festival. They had the new GT3, which I like the new Ferrari GT3s look. Me too. I like it quite a bit. The headlights look look really sharp on it, and uh, I don't mind the the look of the car, the Ferrari GTP LMDH car. Uh, I guess not GTP just yet, but. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, so, so that really just leaves what? Um, Lamborghini next year or so, next couple years will trickle out, and uh, who knows what else might come. But uh, but yeah, we get the BMW announcement. We get a little picture of what looks like an iRacing styled car, and that's it's it. That's it right there. Uh, iRacing officially announces this. BMW officially announces this. And for the dedicated iRacer sim racer who's going to pick this car, who's going to pick it up, drive it, and uh, get excited about it, it's going to be anybody that gets hyped about one of the biggest races of the year, the Daytona 24. So what? it's a question I pose to you and uh, the group, I think both off and on air, but what would we do if iRacing tossed this out to us right at Daytona 24 prep time? And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the timing of this even further here, but would you immediately jettison what you may originally be planning or thinking about and jump into this BMW? So now you get the announcement, you get the carrot on the stick. What do you do? Well, that's the thing like for me. I, I think we had talked about this just personally. And I think I had said, like, I just want to stick with LMP2 anyway, because that's going to be my, that's going to be the worst things. If it doesn't come out with ample time for people to practice, you know, people are going to chase the new shiny thing. And then you're going to get a Daytona in 24 hours filled with people on a car that they don't have proper practice in the fastest car on track. So that could be a problem, but I'm just trying to think like you usually get the big build, like the season one build for the new, that usually comes in December, doesn't it? Yes. And that is, so, so the iRacing article, if you just read the official iRacing and BMW article, uh, it does not give a time frame. It just says 2023, really. Yeah, and that's what uh, makes says, me question whether it'll be here for Daytona because we'd usually get it in December if that was the case, probably with the big new build. Do you think that'd give you about a month or something before, right? Before the big race. So I just don't know if they would just put it out haphazardly, do you think, between the update and the, the 24? Like, is that... Have they done that before? Just kind of randomly drop cards? Is it just like a random update or is it always in the build? I can't. I can't think of that myself, but I could be wrong. Now, didn't did they not this past year kind of do a, a quick update of Daytona making the catch fences thicker and some different things? Oh, they, they did I the think- whole scan like a couple within a couple of weeks of the race because they put in that the at the bus stop they put in that sausage curb that was killing everybody. Yes, and everyone was they, all they freaked out about that. Yeah, so there's juicy, there's juicy thick uh, catch fence. Yeah, poles. the three D ones, know. not just like yeah, the two D. Up a bit. Yeah, so I don't know if that's tough because, like I said, I guess like a track rescan's a slightly different. Like, are you going to give someone a whole new car for a major event just a couple weeks before? Like, they could. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, to me, it's a that's a mess because the the most dedicated sim racers that are going to go going to be ready for this so they're going to start prepping like we do we've talked about it in late november after thanksgiving it's on for daytona yep. 24 you'll see it in the hosted sessions i mean that's an iRacing phenomenon that is uh, its own season uh leading up to the end of january and for for us and for a lot of people it also built it builds the hype and builds into kind of that mecca trip to the actual daytona 24 and it's it's just a great time to be alive yeah great time to be alive <laughs> oh i love it uh, i love daytona yeah time. It is. I mean, really, really. I've purposefully, I've stayed away from it all most of this year because I know I'm not going to get near it. It's it's going to it's sacred for that period of months of prep and whatnot. I I, I know I'm not going to race it in any other series if it's on the schedule. I'll, I'll look somewhere else. I'll do yep. Porsche Cup at Road Atlanta for Christ's sake. <laughs> really though, I'm all not the same way. Like, do Daytona. You're gonna put in hundreds and hundreds of laps over like a six week period at least. It's kind of usually what it ends up being anyway. Six to eight weeks for us. 
Well, it's, I mean, it's also like a, a kid with a candy, a jar full of many different candies to pick a car. And I know in our sense, for the end of the Apex crew that have teamed up since our start, um, we've been running the LMP2 at Daytona. We've done it consistently and we've gotten pretty decent, finished what, P2 yep. uh, this past year in the LMP2 in our, our split. Uh, so we've, we've, we've nailed that. We feel comfortable with it, uh, despite whatever changes or tweaks to the car over the years. So I agree. I mean, it's it's something I just want to dive in and say, let's commit to one more year if we want to revisit it and see what, besides the BMW, what else yeah. may even come in that class uh, by 2024, then okay, great. We can kind of uh, seal it off. But it's it's too uncertain because, yeah, you mentioned the big build. The BMW and iRacing announcements give no date other than just a year, 2023. You slide okay, over okay. to traction.gg. They have an article that is headlined. Headline of the article on Traction uh, says, uh, BMW M- BMW's M-Hybrid V8 LMDH and GP- GTP racer coming to iRacing, hopefully December. So they are leading off with a time frame of December. And as you read the article, and that is based on the live stream, BMW live stream, uh, in which somebody with BMW, uh, the project leader in the real world, uh, suggests that it, it should hopefully at the soonest be released virtually in December. So they're taking that to be that's going to, in our sense, likely in that build. That would make sense to me. But again, well, this talk, feels like talk, that kind of like it's always the big build. Like this feels like something that yeah. would come in the big build, like the new era of like the top class and endurance racing. Like, come on. Yeah, it feels I mean, like at this it. point, if we don't get it, I'm going to feel like a kid that didn't get his Christmas gift that he asked for. Yeah, that's going to be a big old lump of coal. Uh, yeah, but but still, uh, that's still to me. For somebody that really is into the Daytona 24, I'm not going to sit in a holding pattern until that p- part of December. No. I'm going to make my decision almost now. I mean, we have. I think it makes but me want to race LMP. I think LM- it makes me want to race LMP too even more. Like, I want to race yeah. LMP or I want to race at Daytona in that same car, but not be the fastest car on track and then both have to manage. I love the, the aspect of being in the middle class and having to manage both passing traffic yeah. and letting traffic by. That's crazy. I like that. So. That's going to. That's going to be a whole new dimension of the 24, no matter what car you're in. Uh, here's another tie. Here's another thing. People are talking about, uh, as I kind of read around about this, the closings. If you if you hate the closing speed of the murderous LMP2s, uh, imagine the closing speed of these G, of this GTP when it gets there. Because obviously we know now that it is coming. Uh, so at least Sebring will have this, we can assume, uh, the Sebring 12. So it's been said, and I don't know the ins and outs of this necessarily, but uh, it's I've long seen this, and uh, it feels feels right because it's such LMP2s are so fast that the LMP2, the Delara that we got, the speed was modeled after the DPIs because it's the only prototype in iRacing IMSA kind of field. So that being the, if that's the case, would they slow down our current Delara LMP2? Is that true though? Did they actually do that? They- I. Th- I don't know. We need a facts check. Well, no, I can't be because there's still like um, the LMP2 LMP still runs. I think it's going, but the two still runs against it in like ESS, doesn't it? Or isn't there a series the, that yes, runs the, both them still? The two yes, and the one. ESS does ESS does LMP1, LMP2, and GTE. Exactly. So they can't so be I running assume the it's same. Be like that, eh? I'm assuming they wouldn't change it and have it running faster in IMSA and slower in ESS, right? So I'm assuming there's got to be something different. Like it can't be running at an LMP1 speed. Yeah, that was something that I was. I've read that a couple times, and that's just a thought I've had. And I, I need, 
I need a better fact check on it because yeah. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but I mean, I know LMP2 is crazy fast closing on the GT3s and IMSA. But yeah, we do have a comparison in that LMP1. I've just yeah. never been able to manage the Audi or Porsche LMP1 in the sim. I just haven't. Yeah, I don't have uh, much time in them. I've a couple laps here and there just for fun, but it's usually it's it's really a novelty for me in this game. I find it is. It's like the F1 car. Really, it's like the F1 cars that have turned out. Yep. In all reality. Oh yeah. Um, so are not I, mean, I hope for that. that. <laughs> yeah. I, true. I I hope that I'm not disappointed in this car. I really hope I'm not. Like as far as its technicalities and its drivability in that sense, because the LMP2, the Delara. Since day one, one of the best, one of the funnest cars to drive. Oh, easily, like it's I'm still a top it. three for me, easily. Yeah, it's it's so fun. It's it's on the force feedback. It's it's challenging, physically challenging, to drive it. Oh yeah, I, I like the way the downforce. Yeah, but unless, so the Indy car is similar in downforce, but I, I just lose the Indy car so easily. Yeah, and the the prototype, I feel like I can kind of get dialed into it. So it has everything that I like in the Indy car. But safer for me. Yeah, well, for sure. I kind of feel the same way. It's it, it kind of is the most similar experience to the IndyCar that you can get driving in in GT. So now, so the BMW, I'm we're pumped because I feel like it's won the day with us visually. Oh, easily. It's so beautiful. We're just sitting here staring at it, kind of drooling before we, were, we even came on. Yeah, now my pants are off. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the cat. I think a lot of people, maybe maybe more American fans, would be, be over the moon over the Cadillac, and you'd see any American-based driver probably picking it. But man, can you? I mean, we're we're both looking at it right now. The pictures of the of the BMW that iRacing posted that looks like kind of that iRacingized version of it. I mean, it's the same thing. But I mean, can you imagine in a sim those those nice headlights, the the lit up grill? The grill that's what I really want to see is the lit up grill at yeah. night. I want to see then, that thing bearing down on me in the middle of the night. So so what if we get, uh, for Daytona 24, 2023, the BMW GTP and then rain? I'm going to bring out that. I'm not sure trick. I could even handle that. That's just too much. It's just like just an overload. Sexually, pleasurably, or, or competition-wise? Yes. Or both? Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, I agree. That would be a lot. Um <laughs> I've I've noticed um, just more windshield action in the road cars in sessions. Speaking of that, uh, I don't know what that's about or if I've just been missing that this whole time, but I've had a functional windshield wiper when my windshield gets dirty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They've just kind of snuck that in with cars over time, and I don't know if it yeah. is an anticipation or if it's just something they started doing because a lot of other sims have some animations on that stuff, regardless if they're actively being used. Um, but, yeah, i so it's kind of like see what happens. I don't have much hope for rain with this, with the big update. It just, it just feels yeah, like almost, with all the IP that they had been purchasing with new engines and stuff is that they do have some sort of plan for the next generation of iRacing. And I have a feeling that it's all part of that plan. I can't see them yeah, patching that, it into the framework as it currently exists, but that's, I've, I've been way more wrong than that before. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. And it, it worries me financially because of maybe needing to upgrade equipment to uh, to run it optimally because I've, I'm a long-known cheapskate uh, <laughs> when it comes to the PC power. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm lacking in that department. It, it, my, my sim, the visuals certainly could look better uh, for me, and it, it does it pains me to have my cube, cubic 
shadows and such, but uh, you do what you can with yeah. what well, you've got. And I still, that's, that's, still that's, get that's the, the beauty of iRacing, though, right? Is that it can run on a potato from anything from a high end, you know, a potato to a high end machine. So, you know, I guess just be thankful that you can still run it and not have yeah. to buy a new PC. Yeah, because then I would cry. Uh, if I couldn't do it, I would cry from the investment in yeah. the rig, the wheel, the hardware, the externals. And yeah, stuff exactly, like that. right. I'd be, I'd be, you have to talk me off the ledge. Yeah. If they just like turned on the new iRacing tomorrow and you just all of a sudden became obsolete overnight, like that'd be the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. I'd be, well, I'm going to miss this event and this event and I'm out of this league season. Yeah. And, uh, my new, my hobby and outlet, what am I going to do now? Exactly. I have to like, pick up crocheting or something. Yeah. To f- <laughs> develop a drinking problem. <laughs> we're already there. <laughs> what Don't are you worry. Do? Yeah, we're already halfway it's there. It's a great outlet. It's a great outlet. It's a great sure. winter outlet, especially. Hopefully, oh, yeah. I mean, business picks up. That's probably part of why Rolex, the Daytona 24, and the prep for it is like it is because it's too damn cold to go outside and uh, you're cooped up either yourself or with your family and you want to avoid the kids and pretend like you don't have a family and <laughs> you do that everyone needs to do that now and then right yeah exactly no that's a little, I'm uh, pumped for the winter just for that reason yeah so we can once again as you say rob be the jocks of pretend world yeah we are we're, we're athletes man it's appropriate it is <laughs> gotta get in the gym uh, and <laughs> go to the gym prep for the i noticed i so i took i've been i haven't raced in about a week i went out of town and such and uh, I run some Suzuka Imza prepping for the Suzuka 10 hour. And it's, it's a physical track anyway, but notice that my forearms are a little weak. So, yeah. Yeah, I was the first few sessions that I had had after the storm and we got our power and everything back on. And I got on, I mean, like I could feel it in my shoulders just being like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I'm not as used to this as I used to be. Like even just Gives like a hope. 30 minute session or something. I was like, damn, like I can feel that. I think I was in the LMP or something like that. I know. I mean, who would have thought you, when you developed this hobby that you could maybe grow an ab or a little shoulder muscle because of it, <laughs> a muscle of some sort. Yep. Damn, yeah. Take that <laughs> second life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, well, speaking of Daytona, there was another article uh, that came out today. John Doonan commenting on the entry list uh, that they opened up in October, taking entries for the Rolex 24 uh, coming up. And uh, we we've known that the, main prototype field has certainly expanded. I mean, you're looking at what, at least six, eight or more prototypes going for the overall win. Uh, plus the LMP2s, P3s, GTD Pro, GTD. Uh, and, and you know, the GT3s, we get the new, what, the new Ferrari, the new uh, Porsche and, and the new Lamborghini yep. uh, evolution there is, is uh, confirmed. So at least three uh, new if or spruced up cars. The Lamborghini doesn't look dramatically different by picture, but still, uh, the Porsche is going to have that slick single head uh, tail light, which I like in the Porsche Cup. Uh, so that's going to be cool. And the Ferrari just looks completely different to me in a good way. Yeah, it's so like I'm excited they're, they're all kind of still. You know, I mean, it's, they're all kind of got this like new age look to them. Like it is, you can tell it's yeah. the next gen, but it's like they've. <laughs> stuck to the things that make them what they are like how you were complaining yeah. about the porsche gtp when it came out like what the hell is this like where are the porsche lights you know, right they, that's they, where i was yeah so at least they I understood it more like i said when the mission r was put out on iRacing and all which i'm still didn't buy it i'm not i don't really plan to but once i saw that and saw those headlights like i said i then i'm i am understanding now where porsche is going with its design in the yeah. front 
So now the prototype makes more sense. And I will say, let me say this. It's not because I have that goddamn $350 Porsche gift that I... <laughs> I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. Drunkenly, drunkenly bought at the Rolex 24 last year um, that you all encouraged and Bradley videotaped. Uh, <laughs> it's not because I have that jacket in particular, but the Pinsky red, black, and white livery on that Porsche, that Porsche has grown on me, oh, yeah. and I am so divided between Porsche and BMW in this top class. I'm so divided. So if it came tomorrow, like if they dropped both of them, just say tomorrow, and said, we're, we're rolling both of these out for the Daytona, like what would you run? If you had, I mean, to I would one? buy both. Yeah, but which one? If you're going to choose, like right now, gut instinct. Oh my God. I can't believe you. That's a hell of a question. I'd still stick with BMW. I would, too. That that God, that grill. I know. Oh, it just We've always been the bmw yeah, that, guys on the sim we have the m8 i mean that but that grill that lit up grill just something about the bmw i mean the porsche literally the front is flat it's just not really character i just like the livery really that porsche penske that livery that yeah. they have i like that the colors i mean i like the i like that the lines the stripes kind of i'm a fan of that but the i mean the lit up grill all that that you just can't deny that that gets no. the blood flowing it yeah. really does <laughs> So I, I'm certainly not upset. I mean, honestly, I mean, the Acura looks just like the DPI with kind of more flowy, big headlights, That's but it's cool. Honestly, I love the sound of the Cadillac, but in appearances, the Cadillac does at least for me. I feel like the air intakes on the front and the headlights. I, at first, I was like, are there headlights on this car? I don't know if it's the livery of the test car or what, but it, I just was like, where are the headlights? Oh, no, those are air ducts. Like, if yeah. you look at the picture, maybe you understand what I'm saying, but no, I do. do it for me visually. No, it's the Cadillac for me, even with current gen, like the DPI, it's all about the, the noise. It's got the noise down. It's got that yeah. big, throaty, deep roar to it, but the other car's got the aesthetic down. Yes, Rob, the, the Cadillac is very deep throaty. Oh, yeah, you can hear it you, from you, you just deep and deep, throaty. Deep and throaty, and it... it, it takes men from flaccid to uh never (laughs) anyway uh anyway uh we've come a long way from when i started watching the rolex 24 and now i know people like bruce out there are like oh god i've been i've been watching this since before you existed but i started watching the daytona 24 when it was the riley prototypes the lexus and whatnot the brumos porsche and such with uh, Scott Pruitt and Mimo Rojas and all that. So that was where I kind of got into it and loved it. And I look back at pictures of those cars, and I'm like, oh, my God. They're not they're not necessarily sporty looking. No, they're, they're, they're odd definitely looking. a lot different. But, man, those those they're, they're iconic, right? I love the, yeah. the look of the Rileys. I'll never forget this. I don't know if we ever said this, actually, on the show. But uh, everybody knows in, that in IndyCar, Scott Pruitt was coaching Jimmy Johnson. And on Sunday night, when we were closing out our Nashville trip, uh, we were kind of on. The, we were like, "Okay, now tonight's the night that we might run into a driver, maybe, because the racing is done. Right. Go out and check out." And we were standing at an intersection, right across the street, and there he is with his wife. I assume <laughs> uh, is hi to my family at home, Scott Pruitt. I didn't say anything to him, <laughs> but I was like, "Rob, Rob, yeah. Rob." Hopefully, Scott his wife. Pruitt. Yeah, <laughs> she looked of the sort of the age. Uh, Rob, that's Scott Pruitt right there, and sure as hell it was Scott Pruitt. And only someone that watched uh, racing at that era would would know. Oh, it's my pretty, I think, I feel like identified him by the back of his head. <laughs> I couldn't even see his face from we standing. I was I pulled for him every year. He was the driver. He was the one that I was zeroed in on when I was getting into road racing and out of NASCAR. Oh, okay. Um, 
So it's just, yeah, it's cool. I've, I saw him at the Rolex 24 there with Mario Andretti when I snuck away from you guys last year. So it was the second time I've seen him in the flesh. Hiding my family at home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like this, I'm getting more pumped for Daytona in both realms, real and virtual already. And I thought we were, you know, getting there with the, just the GTD pro thing and the new BMW. That's, that looks like nothing. No. Compared to what we're getting. Uh, and we're not going to get really, I mean, what are we going to get in the next one? Nothing. I mean, they're, they're overwhelming us now. I don't think we're going to get anything really that extraordinary in 2024's version. No, probably not. No. Yeah. Maybe just, hopefully you'll just see, well, hopefully they'll, this kind of new season with the new, with new cars and everything, it'll just create more buzz for more manufacturers and, and customer teams mm-hmm. to come in. So like, it's really all about a proof of concept right now. Like, are they creating a system that's more financially sustainable and provides better racing? So that's really be interesting to see is that in second year, whether you have a bunch of teams who tried it out and it just doesn't seem to work out or whether you get this buzz that's created where, like I said, you were saying that they're running out of entry list space for the 24. Yeah, they're gonna run. They're gonna figure out where to put everybody, yeah. but it's not clear right now that that maybe maybe if more teams sign up, people just won't be able to do it. I mean, I don't know necessarily that there would be a bump day or a bump system, because I think the problem that is discussed is if so many teams want to enter, to even have them show up for the the event, there's nowhere to put them. Right, pit lane or the garage. I mean, yeah. pit lane is not that huge of a deal if you cut people, but you need the garage space for everything and we know how many support series are going to be there yeah so it's not just the rolex 24 it's all the supports right i mean yeah of course i mean mazdas and such they basically just set up tents on open land but yeah i mean some of that land daytona is selling for camping and that's that's a big deal so that's a good point too they're not going to free up camping space when it's revenue for the track no but just be good to see it to like it's not something where it's like oh you got the money sure you can come race where it's more like this like coveted thing where it's like can you get a spot on the grid that so would, then yeah, it's not filled yeah. up with gentlemen drivers everywhere and you have more yeah. competition and stuff like that's what i would like to see so because like it's just as likely that like i said they go out and a bunch of teams come in all excited about this year and then for whatever reason the program just isn't right for them and they go to other series and they don't come back or whatever the case might be right so that's yeah that's kind of thing the next year i think will be good because it'll be the first year but it's going to be the year after that that'll be the big sign of like where things are going to go and whether what they've done now is has helped the health of the sport long term uh, the next phase of this in gtp both real and virtual and the real i mean of all the gtps and and really the whole 24 the next phase as we go through the enter into winter and whatnot over the holidays and such uh Who's going to drive? What big names are we going to see jump into cars? Uh, we know Colton Hurd is already tapped for, I think, one of the BMWs. So uh, what names will go where this year with this new class? Uh, we know Paginal and Castro Neves are coming back with Meyer Shank, so that's already set. Uh, you know, who's going to go where? It's going to be interesting to see who we get to see because it's always special. It was special last year. Then in, in the virtual with this BMW, let's say – uh, for the sake of discussion, that it does come in December. What major sim racing teams are going to pursue this car for the top split of uh, Daytona in 2023? 
the BMW line ones like BS Competition and uh, and all that. Well, like how much time that. do they have to prep? Yeah, I don't know. That's actually a really good question because I guess with a lot of the big guys, they have multiple accounts. If you're running, oh, you think they're going to smurf it? Well, not that they're going to. They're always smurfing, I believe, to some degree. Like I believe there's probably a certain portion of them that are always that only run big big events on their main account, and everything else is on the other one, so that they always know they're going to be in the top split, and then they can probably have a little more freedom with the classes that they choose. Like I don't want to run LMP2, I want to stay with GTE or whatever the case might be, right? And then not have to worry about it. So, are you okay with that? I am to some degree because ultimately in the end, I think things should be competitive. And as long as it's, you don't have like a super high I rating in it, you suck. Like that, that's different, yeah. right? Like these guys are legitimately good and deserve to be in the top split. And if it was just on merit alone, they'd probably be there anyway. So yeah. it, for, for a certain kind of person, I have absolutely no problem with it. Other people just tank in their I racings to not be competitive is what I have a problem with. Yeah. Those guys are essentially assuring that they're at the top. Yeah, I, I agree. I can't really add on or, or disagree with that at all. I, yeah. I think that's right. I mean, yeah, if you have that, if you have the skill, then do what do what works there, other than cheating like a red line. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but you'll see you'll see a good chunk of the of people going to the GTP just for the overall win aspect for for Daytona twenty four yeah. anyway. It's exciting. I'm excited to see what it's it's throwing a big uncertainty. It's a big question mark right now. But what will happen? Uh, if and when this uh, takes place, the question now is when exactly. Uh, I'm going to put it on my Christmas list for December because uh, anything else is just going to be sad. We usually get honestly. a Christmas surprise of some sort. We do. Here it is. I would hope. You know so. what's going to be the. You know what's going to be the typical iRacing thing is uh, we get this, which was pre pre teased, but then they say, "But there's more." Here's the Porsche. And then it's unveiled without a Porsche making an announcement, and then everybody just goes fucking nuts. I'd be okay with that. We get two GTP. That's that's the iRacing way. But we have one GTP. No, we have two GTPs. Well, I just feel we've been. We, it's been a while since, like, even the last season one build wasn't that big. Like, what came in the last big build? I can't even remember now. I don't remember exactly though. But, but I think the year before that it was huge. Like that season one was unreal. Yeah. Next. Well, next problem is you can't add too many because if there's an eight car limit and they don't make it to where you can have more than what car is getting cut in the gt3 and that would make i know bradley's not here but it would make bradley sad it make me sad i love the variety of manufacturer oh yeah but i'm sure iRacing has a way i would be shocked if they don't have a way to figure out the least popular to most popular by statistics of some sort oh, some kind of data yeah. oh yeah that so they know what to cut and it's not going to uh, cause too many people to cry. Oh, me and you could probably pull that data. I guarantee you someone has it somewhere. So I'm pretty sure there are sites that yeah. show you what everyone's running in the top splits and stuff. So yeah. like you can see I would what assume- the spread manufacturers are at any given yeah. time. So like it wouldn't I mean, probably end up being the McLaren or something, obviously, right? Yeah. Yep. I would say I, I see less of the Lamborghini, which makes me sad because I like it, but it's less and less popular in yeah. and, and some road leagues and such that we see. I think it's just a beast. I mean, it all depends. Like it's, it's a driving style thing. Like for me, it just doesn't suit me. I could just, it comes yeah. around on me too easy. So I think that's, I think it's like, if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't go near it. Well, let's see. We, I mean, let's, let's all be real. We're going to buy this BMW when it comes out. Bit of exciting news in the iRacing world. Check us out at intotheapex.com. We'll be back for another full episode this weekend and some guests coming up uh, through November 
into December. The Tyler and Rob Power half hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cheers, Rob. We'll see you here in a few days. You've been listening to Into the Apex from Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 